0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Central Youth Podcast. We exist to help students find and follow Jesus. Today, you're listening to a message from our weekly Tuesday night gathering. We pray that it encourages your heart, and we hope that you enjoy the message. What's up, everybody? My name is Michael Corral. Uh, many of you guys might know that already, but hey, I'm the youth pastor here at Central Christian Church. So awesome to have you guys, and we are uh, going through this thing over the last couple weeks of our cultures as a youth group, and this last weekend we have the privilege of going to Great America and doing some evangelism, praying for people, blessing people, and today we are going to talk about something that I am calling curious. You know, naturally, we humans are curious people, right? We all have different things that we do that we're curious about. And there's even some things that we don't really think about that are kind of curious. If you guys didn't know, it's impossible to hum. You know, when you go, hmm, uh, it's impossible to do that while holding your nose. Go ahead and give it a try. Exactly. A weird thing, right? Here's another thing that's kind of curious, got me thinking, is that did you know that the world's largest waterfall is actually underwater? I'm not sure how that makes sense. Or perhaps we're curious about things even within this room. Why does Michael only wear black? Why does Sean love pajamas? Why is Erica obsessed with corn? And why is Pastor Tim so tall? Naturally, we are curious about things and many of you may be familiar with this text in the bible but go ahead and open up your bibles if you have them with you to luke chapter 19 it's a story of a man who's quite curious himself it's the story of a man who goes by the name of zacchaeus and if you grew up in the church you might know the song zacchaeus was a wee little man i don't even know the melody But you get it. You know it. So it starts right here. We're going to read through it, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, This is going to go by pretty quick, but it's really an encouragement to you and just the understanding that what is on your high school campus, what is in your sports team, what is in your friend circles. And I think it is the same heartbeat of this man. So Luke 19, 1 through 9, it says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowds. Now don't make any jokes about me. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. This man, a grown man climbing up a tree, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down. Today's salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Let's pray. Yeah, Jesus, we just thank you so much for this story. We thank you for just who you are to us, God. We thank you that you are a God who forgives us, who loves us, who seeks us. And God, we just ask that you would answer any questions in our hearts, and that it would provoke us to go and share who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. And so what's curious to me is that this the name Zacchaeus means the righteous one. This man. We know a little bit about Zacchaeus. And, and if you've studied this at all, you know that Zacchaeus wasn't so righteous. Essentially what he did is he did some shady stuff in the tax world. I don't know what that would look like today, but it might look like embezzlement. It might look like uh, cheating people of things, or, or you, you might have your own opinions. And you might even heard some of this stuff at home. I know some people at our church are in the tax world or investment, all those things. But Zacchaeus was pretty much that popular guy at school that wasn't super great in character. He looked all awesome to everybody, but deep down inside, there's something that was wrong with him. There was something in his character that just made him a little bit off. You see, here's what we know, though. That though he was bad in the eyes of the Jews, of the people around him, of the people at school, he was bad in their eyes. He was also precious in the eyes of Jesus. He was a precious lost sinner. And so here's two points that I want to make in result of understanding this story. Is that in this moment, point number one is that a man became a child. Typically men don't run for anything, right? How many of you guys ever go outside and see a grown man chasing after the, the ice cream man? It's not a, a usual thing, right? It's usually the kids. But here's what's true about curiosity. Curiosity. Curiosity is generally a characteristic of a young child. Many kids would go and touch that light socket just to see what it does. Or try to open up a door just to see what it does. It's it's this whole, whole nature of a child interested in knowing something that it does not know. We've all been there. We're still doing that in times of our life. But it's so much more prevalent when we are children. And so this man, Zacchaeus, is is climbing up a tree. He's trying to see what's going on. He he probably has so many things going on with this whole crowd following a man. And and John Calvin states it in a pretty crazy way. This is what he says about curiosity. Curiosity and simplicity are sort of preparation for faith. What does that mean? Is that curiosity... The thing that makes us wonder like what is this what is that it draws us close to understand the reality of faith to believe for something we can't see imagine the questions running through his mind why such a big crowd who is this jesus what do they have that i don't imagine the questions in your school man what's so different about canon What's so different about Josiah? What's so different about Sean, man? Why do they have a joy that I've never seen? It makes people become children. It makes people curious. The second thing I want to talk about is that a seeking man became found. Zacchaeus thought he was seeking Jesus, right? He was climbing up that tree. He's like, I'm checking him out. But Jesus was seeking him. We can see that in verse 10. It says, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. See, isn't it true for all of us? How many of us have gone after things in our life that we thought would bring us joy? We think we're, we're searching for this joy. We think that hanging out with this group of friends or, or doing these things that other people are doing are going to bring us happiness. But then we leave feeling shame. We we know we are not in the right. We know that we have done something out of what we were created for. Our curiosity draws us to maybe that hope that they have is something that I need. But little do we know is Jesus is right in front of us. When we chase after that joy, we chase after that peace, we chase after that love and acceptance. Jesus is in front of us with that, ready to give it to us. Now, some of you guys are kind of newer to our group. And so you may have not had uh, the opportunity to hear my story, so I'm going to share a little bit about myself. So I grew up um, playing sports. I was a hockey player for almost all my life. I played Junior Olympics. I did a lot of amazing things within it. Uh, Tons of fun, very competitive league. And in my time there, I always wanted to be great at it. But I always lacked something. I always, for some reason, had this question in the back of my mind as if my parents really loved me. You see, there was something that happened when I was a young kid that gave me a warped perception of love. And then I started seeing things in the news. I started seeing things on movies, this warped perception of love. And so I had different definitions of love uh, throughout my life, tolerance, uh, to get along, all these different things. And then I had a friend who, who came into my life. He was, a, he was a, a still a great friend of mine today. But he always had this kind of joy that I was curious, what is that? What is up with him? And so he started inviting me into his life. And for for a little bit, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, ah, this guy's too weird, you know. That joy that he carries is not normal. Yeah, I'm good, man. I don't want to do that. I, I would back off a little bit. And then over a span of about nine months, a really good friend of mine, had committed suicide. And my grandfather shortly after that passed away. My grandfather was someone who I was like, man, if there is someone who loves me, maybe it's him. So two people are gone, and and throughout this nine months, I remember my friend Brandon investing in me, telling me things that I never heard. He said, man, you have the ability to change the world. Man, you're so filled with joy. You're so filled with faith. All these things that no one ever told me. So I started wanting to be around that more. And when my grandfather passed away, I remember running to church. I remember running there and them not being there, that friend that I wanted to see. But I'm in the hallway, and a woman comes up to me, and she starts praying for me. And What I remember about that moment is that she said, Jesus gave him hope. Jesus give him peace. Jesus give him joy. And for the first time in my life, those things that I wanted... I felt at the name of Jesus. It was Jesus in that moment that came in. It was my curiosity of what that man had that I didn't. You see, it was, it was me being so curious about him. What did he have that I didn't? Who was this Jesus he talked about? What is love? Am I even loved? And I'm not going to lie, I had a great youth pastor. I had solid leaders and coaches. But it was someone your guys' age who provoked me into that experience. It was someone your age who changed my life. But it was Jesus who altered my very being the one who, who who brought out who I was truly intended to be. It was a friend like you guys who invited me into a moment to experience who Jesus is. See, I believe the greatest call you guys have as a young person, as a young believer to reach is to reach your generation. And if I were to sum up everything that we've been doing over this summer into one phrase, it would be youth reaching youth. It's not Michael reaching you. It's not Michael reaching your campus. It's not me doing the work. It's you bringing Jesus to your schools. It's you bringing Jesus to your campus. It's you bringing Jesus to your sports teams. It's you bringing Jesus to the mall, to the grocery store, praying for people in the same way that we just did. It was never me who was supposed to to do this for you. So over the summer, we've been learning to share our story. We've gone to camps encountering Jesus. We've gone to Great America to preach the gospel. And I'll have you guys know that though I provided the experience, I, I, I was the one who set up the camp. All those things, it was you who was chasing after God. But it was God who was there for you. He was always there. So here's my challenge to you. We're going to take a moment right now to pray. So Jesus, we just ask that you would come right now. God, we thank you so much that you love us, that you desire a real friendship with us, that you desire to answer those questions that we become so curious about. God, what do they have that I don't? Who is Jesus? What is love? Am I loved? Those questions you are ready to answer. And so, Lord, we just ask that we would be a reflection of you to people. We ask that we would be uh, mirrors of the gospel, people who extend grace to our campuses, to our friendships, to our sports teams as we're at the grocery store, Whatever it might be, God, we want to be vessels to those who are curious, to those who want to know you. God, we thank you, Lord, that you are going to use us. So Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would speak to us right now, that you would speak a name, highlight a person at our school in our sports teams that we see throughout the week, at our jobs, whatever it might be, God, highlight that person that we could come share Your love with, that we could invest in, that we could that we could um, extend the love of Jesus to. God, we know that You came to show us a way, that You came to Earth to show us what love with, what love is. And so, Father, we ask that we would extend that same love to every single person that we talk to, God. We declare Matthew 28 over our lives. We declare uh, what you speak. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And surely I am always with you to the very end of age. And so, Father, would you highlight someone we can talk to this week? God, would you give us a greater faith? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. To get more information about Central Youth, head over to centralsj.org forward slash youth.